I have times where I feel like I'm failing everyone, like I'm failing at work by not being a dedicated enough employee and I'm not being a dedicated enough mom, I'm not dedicated enough wife. And then I do think back, I think, do you know what? I'm still around a lot more than, than my husband was during the first one. And actually, I am being a good mum in my way. And I make sure that the time I spend with them is really good. Feeling shaky after maternity or another long leave from work? Comeback Coach is the Wobbly Bottom podcast about kick-ass comebacks with coaching psychologist Jessica Chivers. She's exactly what you need when you're riding the return to work roller coaster. In this comeback episode, we hear about the wobbly moments and successes of someone who's made a comeback. Jessica also hosts longer coach episodes where we eavesdrop on a one-time coaching conversation. My guest today is Wendy Lancaster, a landscape planner and mother of two who experienced crippling levels of anxiety when she returned to work after her second maternity leave. Wendy works with developers and local authorities to protect the character of landscapes, built environments and important views. She's often the lone woman in meetings with master planners, transport consultants, drainage engineers and ecologists. She has two young children, aged six and two, and so she's married to a wonderful man who's massively supportive of her career, who's stepped back from his own to allow Wendy to focus on hers. It's a really honest conversation about how out of control she felt when she first went back to work and why she decided to see a therapist. I hope it's useful and remember you can get more help and support for your comeback over at comebackcommunity.co.uk. Now before we dive in, my thanks to the team at Raiden Solicitors for sponsoring this first season of Comeback Coach. I've long admired this specialist family law firm for their progressive attitude to flexibility and career development. They've once again been listed in the Times Best Law Firms 2020, the top 200 law firms in the country, and they're one of very few regional firms to be included. If you're in need of family legal expertise, do visit raidensolicitors.co.uk and you'll find that in the show notes. Wendy, you had a difficult time emotionally after your second child. Will you tell me about that? Yeah, the thing I really struggled with most on being on maternity leave was I, I really felt out of control. It was something that I thought might happen and the mechanisms that were set up by work through no one's fault just didn't really work, didn't help. And I felt very much out of the loop. Then when I came back to work, I felt like I had to come back to work a bit earlier than I might have liked to otherwise. And then I felt guilty because I was leaving my child when I didn't need to, leaving them early. And how was that for you then? How did that being out of control manifest as a problem? Because you told me it did become a problem. Yeah, it it did. I think when I got back to work and I found that the team, my colleagues had learned to function without me, understandably. I mean, that's the way it is. And trying to slot back into that was difficult. I was in a slightly different position. My role had changed slightly. And I felt like the outsider. I felt like the new kid at school you know you feel like the other kids are talking behind your back and it became quite in my head you know just juvenile almost I felt like a child getting angry and frustrated with it all and yeah I just wasn't wasn't in a good place looking back at it. And how did you recognize that it was something that was those feelings were becoming problematic and that you needed to do something about it? Just that my behaviour, my reactions, and I felt like I was being negative. I was in a negative mental space. I felt upset. I was in tears. I didn't want to be at work. It was just such an awful, an awful thing. And 
I just got to this point where I thought, do you know what, these issues are deeper. This isn't actually the issue. It isn't the returning from maternity. Leave. There's something worse going on. And, and I realised I had to deal with that, deal with that first before I could move on at work. You sound so self-aware. Not everybody would perhaps recognise that it was something more than maternity. But you did and you reached out for help. How did you go about doing that? How did you find someone and, and what did you talk about? Well, I got to the point where I was suffering, I don't remember now, actually, I was suffering anxiety, real like catastrophizing things in my head. And I'd suffered the similar thing in my first pregnancy. Again, it was just feeling like life was controlling me and not the other way around. So I thought, I need to see someone, I need to go and see a therapist. And funnily enough, my brother was seeing a therapist who he was speaking massively highly of. And there was a little bit of me thought, do you know what, if I see the same therapist as my brother, it's going to save me at least a session on explaining who everyone is and what the background is. And yeah, I went to him and I said, look, I'm reacting in this way at work, having this ridiculous anxiety, you know, like I'm, there was a point where I was planning for, you know, what happened if a bear was running down Oxford Street and I had to protect myself and my baby from this bear in Oxford Street before I had this moment. I was like, this is ridiculous. The likelihood of a bear running down Oxford Street is pretty, pretty low. And we talked through that and a lot of going back through childhood memories and came to this point where he used to talk about your inner child. He said, you've all got your inner child. And he said, the trick is think of yourself as driving along and you've got this inner child in the car with you. He said, you just don't want the child in the driving seat. And he said, the thing is, is to recognize when that child is in the driving seat, when you're reacting from a place of hurt and anger and to learn to be aware of that and control it. And it was life-changing stuff, really life-changing. What would your reflections be now if you were to go back and be Wendy again, having had her second child? What would you perhaps do differently or what advice would you give to Wendy then? To be a bit more prepared for the change. I think I was really afraid of what the change would be when I came back from maternity leave. And I thought we'd set mechanisms in place so that we could prevent that change. So I felt reassured and it didn't happen. And I think, yeah, just being a bit more ready for the world I was coming back into was different to the one I'd left. The team had adapted and to operate without me. And I was effectively like a new person coming back. And maybe I should have treated it as if I was a new person starting again in terms of integration with the team rather than just trying to step back into where I was. Mm. It's a really challenging time, I think, coming back from leave, especially when the team has grown around you and perhaps the business landscape has changed. You know, some people have such a hard time coming back. I'm curious to know what happened to the guilt feelings because you talked about anxiety, but there was was there guilt as well you mentioned? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I with my eldest, she started nursery when she was 13 months and I, I worked for myself so I could work a little bit of time and I only went back three days a week and it was a lot easier to control the amount of time I had with her. Whereas with my second one with Pip she was going to end up going to nursery at 11 months, which I appreciate is a lot older than a lot of kids start nursery. And two months, looking back, just seems like nothing. But it felt like such a massive difference. I felt like I was cheating my baby of two months of my time. And I felt also guilty because I didn't really have to go back to work. I was in a lucky position that financially I didn't have to go back. I could have had another month or so. And I chose to go back so I could crack on with the business winning and get my career back on track because I felt so out of control and so out of touch. I felt like I was letting my daughter down. It's so hard, isn't it? It is so hard because it takes two human beings to make a baby and the father or the non-birthing parent, I just don't think, experiences this sense of responsibility of, 
you know, I'm choosing to go back to work and I shouldn't go back to work. It's so awful that people do experience that sense of, you know, I should be making another choice rather than choosing to go back to something that I love, that I'm good at, that gives me purpose, a sense of meaning. It's a key part of of who I am. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I remember looking back and remembering my husband with the first one, with Aggie. He often wouldn't come back and finish work and he'd be back in time just to put her to bed. And he'd be heading off sometimes before she got up. So he was seeing her significantly less than I was seeing my second one. But yeah, I just felt this enormous guilt. I don't know if it's a mum thing, but funnily enough, it's not to plug your book, but that just helped so much <laughs> do the plug. Just reading about all these other women saying, oh, I felt guilty, I felt guilty. And it was like it made it okay that I was doing something for myself because especially with the first one, you can lose your sense of yourself so much. I remember being pregnant, right? And everyone, you're this is like glorious goddess, right? You're creating this human being. Everyone treats you like you're this amazing being. And then you produce the child and then you're just kind of an annoying person with a push chair. Like that. That's how I felt. And I felt like I'd been reduced to the role of mum. Like everything I was had been stripped away from me. And I had a real identity crisis after the first one. And there's something really glorious about remembering that I'm also a professional woman and I've run a business and I manage people and I'm a proper grown up in control of my own life. And realising that actually to want to get back to that isn't selfish, that actually I don't think I can be a good mum to my daughter if I'm not being a good person to myself, if I'm not in a happy place myself. And she has a whale of a time at nursery. She just loves it. I'm never going to be the mum who gets out the finger paints and the glitter sand. And she gets to do all that. She's got like a whole army of servants at nursery who will do all this stuff with her and let her smear food everywhere and all her little mates. She has a great time. Loves it. Mm. And both of us are happier, I think, than mm. if we were at home together. That's not everyone's choice. And some people, it does work out for them to be at home with the kids. But for me, it just wasn't a good solution. What keeps you on an even keel now then from both the anxiety perspective, but also does guilt ever creep in still? And if it does, how do you keep it in check? And thank you for the lovely words about the book. That's very nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I, the, the anxiety thing is kind of almost funny now because now I know what it is. And it wasn't really until somebody pointed out and said, that's anxiety, that's just not normal, that it's a lot easier to control it. So now while I'm planning for bear attacks on the local roads, I can kind of go, look, this is ridiculous and laugh at it. And just trying to take time out. And I do feel guilty. Yeah, I have moments, I've said this to my husband, I have times where I feel like I'm failing everyone. Like I'm failing at work by not being a dedicated enough employee and I'm not being a dedicated enough mum and I'm not dedicated enough wife. And then I do think back, I think, do you know what? I'm still around a lot more than, than my husband was during the first one. And actually, I am being a good mum in my way. And I make sure that the time I spend with them is really good. It is a struggle to get time to yourself, though, you know, to just sometimes all I want to do is sit and read a Facebook and they can watch TV and watch nonsense for a bit because I just want to switch off. And I just mm. don't feel guilty about that anymore. You know, sometimes BBC can do a bit of parenting. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I completely completely agree with you about you know this this need to look after yourself because from that bountiful place if you are replenishing yourself you can give better quality attention to the children from a loving non-frustrated place and you told me earlier about a couple of things 
a couple of memes that have kept you going. Go on. I know you want to go on, share I memes. I do. I've got a whole wall of memes, inspirational memes, and I actually have them on a widget on my phone so that they're all there. I can just flick across to them. And there were two that really, you know, really strike out to me. And the first one was when things were really bothering me, when my colleagues were getting me down, when I was feeling like I was getting frustrated. I've got this meme of a sloth. And it's just a sloth meditating. And it just says... Yeah, I was like, whatever, bitches, and the bitches, whatever. And it just reminds me, it's like, do you know what? Sometimes the problems aren't your problems, that sometimes they're other people's problems. And actually, all you can do, the best thing you can do is just to step away from it and not let it get at you. And that feels really refreshing, actually. And the, yeah, the other one is, you know, when I feel like I'm putting off business development I'm putting off the call to the client I've got my shark meme that I know I talked to you about quite early on in our sessions was do sharks complain about Monday no they're up early biting stuff chasing shit being scary reminding everyone they're a fucking shark and there are days I have to do that you know (laughs) I have to get up and go do you know what you're a fucking shark get out there and do your job you can do this you're a grown adult and a professional you can do this job and you're good at it be a shark. Be a shark. <laughs> so, okay, from sharks to wobbliest moments then, what was the wobbliest, lowest moment for you in that whole experience of taking leave or coming back? I had, ironically, in a session about mental health, just that made it worse. You know, I was sitting there thinking I felt like I was falling apart inside. I just felt like I was losing it and no one was listening to me and nobody could see that I was losing it. And I sat through this session with everyone talking about how, you know, how much mental health was being supported and just thinking, I don't feel supported. And I, at the end of the session, basically told the moderator what was going on and it was overheard by HR and it all kicked off into a pretty big thing at work. But yeah, I just felt like I'd lost it. Like I just wanted to cry all the time. I didn't want to go to work. I felt sick going back into work. I just thought I just need to do something about this. You know, I can't go on like this really. So not pretty. It happens. You know, but the point is that you recognise that and you accessed help, which has made a difference and you have coping mechanisms now. And I wonder, what would be your advice to others who find themselves feeling the levels of anxiety or, or crippling guilt that you experienced? I would say don't be afraid of going and seeing a therapist. You know, I went and saw a guy privately, but the NHS provides its counselling and frankly I should have done it 10 years ago I'd have found myself and been a lot happier and probably done better in my career if I'd done that earlier and the other thing is recognizing that other people's issues aren't your issues sometimes if people are reacting badly to you it's not you it's something going on with them and so not taking on the weight of responsibility for everything Mm, that's so true isn't it and sometimes we look at the world and we think it's all about us and we have to solve it or the problems are to do with us or caused by us you have such great perspective now Wendy and I'd like to finish by asking you for a top tip for people returning to work after a period of extended leave which may or may not be related to anxiety and the the emotions that you experienced it could be something else entirely be gentle at yourself. I suppose it's the same thing I say to new parents, you know, you're just going to find your way. It'll come back to you. You might need to dig the mental boxes out of archive to remember how it all works. But before you know it, you'll be back up and running like you were before. Be gentle. Before you know it, you'll be back up and running as you were. Wendy, thank you so much for sharing so candidly your experiences. And I wish you all the luck and success in your next career steps. Thank you very much. It's been really great talking to you and I hope I can help other people out there.
I'm sure you will. Thank you, Wendy. I'm grateful to Wendy for being so open about her experience because I believe that when we hear about other people's struggles, it goes some way to normalising and soothing our own wobbles and worries. If you identified with what Wendy was talking about and you think that you might want to access a therapist, I've included some links in the show notes. You know, my mission is to keep everyone everywhere feeling confident, connected and cared for when they take extended leave from work. It's why I started this podcast and why every month I run a free, open to all, comeback conversation where you can put your return to work questions and challenges to me and a special guest. They're once a month on a Tuesday night at 8pm London time. Pithy, practical and positive and they're absolutely free. You can get the dates and register via comebackcommunity.co.uk. And the final thing to say is I love it when you come and talk to me on Twitter anytime you like using the handle at comebackcomuk. I really do love hearing from you. And so until next time, please take care of yourself as much as you do others. <laughs>